You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma. Oklahoma's entrepreneurs, their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell made-in-Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Also, for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down at the Bedford Studio today to talk about barbecue and barbecue sauce in uh, in specific. Uh, CR Head is with me today from Head Country Barbecue. Uh, most of you probably know that name. Most people have probably tried the barbecue sauce and other products, which we'll get into today. But thanks for coming down to the, to the studio. Excited to hear the family story and and just yeah it sounds like just you know chatting a little bit now that it's not just barbecue the sauce that you're into we do just a little bit of everything so yeah. why not definitely yeah <laughs> so so for people listening then uh, that don't really know i mean i don't can't imagine there is many people but for people refresh their memories on you know where head country comes from and, and kind of like the origin story okay so head country barbecue started in shidler oklahoma which is north uh, mm-hmm. north central oklahoma it's about 30 miles east of ponca city my uh, dad had an oil field construction company back mm-hmm. in the mid to late 70s he worked down the oil field and he bought the recipe for head country from his uncle mm-hmm. as something just to kind of keep my mom busy while he worked out in the oil field. So we made the first batch in my mom's kitchen in 1977. I was four years old, and we stirred it on her stovetop, and then we filled it with a funnel, and I'm standing on a step stool, and we licked the label, because there was no pressure-sensitive labels back then. We licked the label, we stuck it on the bottle, mom helped me screw the lid on, we hopped in her car, and we took Mm -hmm. off, and we sold all nine bottles in the first day, thought we were rich. Oh, yeah. We uh, sold three to a gas station, three to a clothing store and three to a grocery store and we said if it doesn't buy or people don't sell it or buy it then we will buy it back from you and we went back next week and all nine bottles were gone i was like we're like oh my god we're we're, yeah hit the gold mine here yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is it so we uh we kept doing it there for about three years Mm -hmm. and then in 1980 we moved to ponca city Mm -hmm. and started doing the barbecue sauce full-time which you know was good timing because the oil field business kind of went kaput then so we started doing the barbecue sauce full-time and currently now we can manufacture up to uh, around 25,000 bottles per day wow uh out of ponca city out of ponca city yes yes wow yeah that's uh 
uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. You did go from like right. There's from, just there's there's not many stories like that anymore. Sure. Mainly just because of regulation and food safety. Right. And, you know, when we made it in our kitchen, there's no health department. Yeah. Nobody right. cared. You know, like does it Much taste good? To do does now. it taste good? Just sell it to us. Yeah. You know, that's what we care about. So. Um, you know, when I tell that story and there's, I see other customers that are trying to made in Oklahoma members that are trying to get their business yeah. started. They're like, what did you do? And I tell them and they're just like, I don't know if that'll work. And I had to look at them. I'm like, I don't know if it will now. Yeah, either. it's not going to You know, work. it was very challenging back then. But, you know, if I wanted to sell a case of barbecue sauce to my local grocery store, I went down there, talked to the manager, yeah. said, hey, would you, would you try selling this in your store? They're like, sure. They would write you a check for it. They'd give you the little ticker tape gun and you'd set the price on it, yeah. put the price on each bottle put it on the shelf and if it yeah. sold you did it again now if you want to get in a local grocery store you have to call somebody in California or New York and they won't call you back and if they do then you have to make an appointment and then they yeah. want it free you know at first I mean it's just continuous they the thousands process. of balls of test runs yes yes and, yes it's yeah. just continuous so it's it is really hard yeah. to bring, you know, for a small individual to bring a a mm-hmm. idea to the market, you know, unless, you know, people always say Shark Tank and think, oh, sure. I'll, I'll just do it on Shark Tank. I'm like, it's just not as easy yeah. as everything seems. Yeah, you know, and so. as you mentioned, thankfully, there is Made in Oklahoma and, you know, all the other companies that are within that that, that can rely on, you know, the, the OS, OSU's help as well to, to get the labels. Correct. Do all, like, right. Now there's a lot of help because it is needed. Right. Whereas back in the day, like you said, you just kind of made a rest. Right. Uh, Head Country, we are one of the founding members of the Made in Oklahoma Coalition. And, you know, I offer assistance to anybody, even another barbecue sauce company. You know, we're here to help them. Mm -hmm. Being a Made in Oklahoma company that is successful, we want to help the others that are getting started. Yeah. And a lot of them have done really well, you know, and their their goal is to get to be our size or larger, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's just nonstop. You know, we're at the top in Oklahoma, but we have to stay after it because Mm -hmm. there's always somebody trying to take our place away from us. Yeah. But just like what you talked about, you know, with OSU there to help and the Maine Oklahoma Coalition, you know, we want to help these companies grow. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the requirements? What do you have to put on a label? Yeah. Well, contacting the government could take forever. Where you have a local resource, you yeah. know, they can they say, no, this is what you need. You know, yeah. that's that's very helpful. Or how do you get into your your local homeland store or mm-hmm. research in Tulsa? You know, how, how do you get into yeah. those stores? You know, or who do I contact? You mm-hmm. know, that's what we're here to help them with. Definitely. You know, help them kind of weed through some of those problems and everything and get started. Yeah. Plus, everybody really enjoys buying Maine and Oklahoma products. Uh-huh. I think when the when the MIO first started, only like thirteen percent of the people could name like three or more MIO products. Yeah. And I think now it's over 60 percent. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not sure on those exact There's numbers, a lot but now. Yeah. it is a bunch. Yeah. I mean, you can ask somebody, say, hey, you know, name three MIO products. They're like, oh, that's easy. You know, I buy yeah. a lot of them. You know, but people mm-hmm. weren't aware of that. Yeah. They like to buy local because they support local. Mm-hmm. You know, and me being in the food business. Anything I pick up, you know, especially when I travel, I look to see when it's made. Right. And, you know, I go on vacation. I want to bring back local items, you know, mm-hmm. for me to try. And the same thing when people are here. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to that point with, with my, you know, MIO and being one of the founding partners, like it's, you know, these little companies that are starting out, it's much harder to get in. And, and like I said, it's mostly a side gig or just a, you know, a, a, a mum's recipe, a grandmother's recipe that, oh, let's just, how do we make this, you know, at a huge scale? How do we right. get a co-packer? And right. How do we pay for marketing and expenses and, you know, like traveling to, to shows and stuff like that? It's it's a huge expense to get off the ground. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And you're not guaranteeing anything either. Right. You know, and I, I see some of them fail, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I yeah. hate that, but I mean, that's just, that's the way it is, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, we try everything we can to help them and guide them in the right direction, but, Damn. you know, there's... 
like you talked about the trade shows. I mean, you got to get your product out there. You know, back when we started, we went to every state fair, you know, Oklahoma State mm-hmm. Fair, Tulsa Fair. We did Texas Fair for nine years. Yeah. We did home and garden shows. We did boat shows, hunting shows, you know, anything yeah. that we thought where people would like to come by, you know, would warm up little cocktail uh, hot dogs yeah. and barbecue sauce, hand them out with a coupon, recipe card, mm-hmm. just trying to get people to go buy it. I mean, we did that yeah. my whole life. You know, yeah. I probably handed out millions of little cocktail wings. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meeting meeting people on the road and developing, you know, life skills, skills to just yeah. you know, talk to anybody and yeah. you know, there's there's nothing better, right, to develop like sales and life skills by going out and standing at a state state fair and seeing right. hundreds of or thousands of people every day. And meeting our customers. Yeah. You know, and I mean we quit the state fairs a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting larger and it's just it's hard we can't do that everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're in, you know, five to seven states now. I can't go to every state fair, right. I can't go to every home and garden show. You know, we're yeah. To kind of change our marketing strategies as we've gotten larger, also. Yeah. You know, it's always something new to learn, uh, something new to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, yeah. and especially with the the economy and the landscape changing, you know, you have to right. change with it also. Yeah. So. I mean, you've been in business so long that, like, you have to go to, you know, talk about marketing and, and you know, so now social media is a thing and, and developing that and mm-hmm. having a social media presence and, you know, doing, putting out content, which is not easy. It's got to be planned. And, you know, it sounds easy, like, oh, we'll just film ourselves tasting barbecue and stuff but barbecue sauce but you know you someone's you got to do it it takes time we have it's a full-time employee that yeah. does nothing but social media exactly and yeah. it's constant you know because we want to we want an answer so quickly in everything mm-hmm. we do now so if somebody sends us a message on facebook they expect an answer immediately yeah you know not a couple of days from now or a couple of months like yeah. when i've gotten on some of the things i've sent oh yeah <laughs> you know I'm like, like, why are you talking to me you know, i'm like you I, send for, me a message I forgot i even asked ago. you a question yeah, yeah exactly. so but yeah. It, it is constant and then you got all the different social medias yes. you know it's just not a facebook account or instagram right. you you got to be on all of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just because somebody clicks, I like it, does that mean they're going to go buy it? Yeah. Well, anybody can click, I like. Yeah. We need them to physically go pick up the bottle mm-hmm. and bring it home. Find and a store location that's, or order that's, online. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is quite challenging. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those, you know, you got to have it. You mm-hmm. know, does it work? Yes, no. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's hard for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to figure out yeah. the right ratio of what to do and everything. Definitely. You know, we still do some some trade shows, mostly more towards like restaurant shows, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make sure restaurants are aware that, hey, okay. we're a local item. Yeah. You know, part of the Maine Oklahoma Coalition, we have a restaurant of the month. And okay. we go out and actually talk to restaurants and show them, hey, here's a list of all the items that are made in Oklahoma. Can you mm-hmm. incorporate these items into your menus? Yeah. Or, I mean, they're available for you to buy. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, well, I didn't know. You know, I could get this mustard or this mm-hmm. this pancake batter from you know Oklahoma, Local, you know, yeah. from our food service, right? You know, and they want to support locals, so mm-hmm. and then we help promote them also. So it, it's yeah. kind of a win win for everybody. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to that point, like we had uh, Marac Family Farm on the podcast, and they do all the milk. Um, you know, and try and do as much milk as possible for for local coffee shops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, without the help of Made in Oklahoma, like most people don't know about them because they don't really have a social media presence because they are commercial, right? right. They, they, they don't, they're not selling directly to customer. Mm-hmm. They're selling to grocery stores, coffee shops, and, you know, selling milk at a, at a big scale. So, you know, that, to your right, to that point, like you've got to find the right avenue right. And, and get it that way. But going back to, to your business and, and you growing up literally around it as it's growing, mm-hmm. when did you get to a point in your childhood growing up that you realized that 
this isn't just you know selling bottles to family like this is a legit business now and i might probably, be in this for a long time probably around the uh, late 80s yeah. you know i was in around uh junior high at mm-hmm. the time and that's when we really started producing uh we built a new manufacturing plant uh when we first moved to ponca city we rented a, an old uh barracks um that they used to train world war ii pilots in in ponca yeah. city there were thousands of planes in ponca city mm-hmm. spread out up there and they trained troops for war we rented one of the old buildings where all the guys yeah. used to sleep you know i'd been there since the 30s mm-hmm. you know uh and as we grew larger we we just couldn't you know stay in that facility more right. on the updated so we built a new manufacturing plant and it's kind of around that time when we built the new plant that i'm like this is really going forward full mm-hmm. scale you know we're entering the big league now right. and you know we have a, a forklift you know and, yeah or, you know a machine, or a, a machine yeah. that does something for yeah. us you know and you know all the machinery is really expensive mm. and then you got to try and get it to all work together yeah. at the same and speed it. and maintain it <laughs> yeah. and trying to find parts you know it just right. it's just ongoing yeah but if you want to really grow and get into the high volume and mm-hmm. keep your costs down you have to go towards automation yeah we've managed to hire more people you hear a lot of companies that say you know we're going to Put on, hire all, get all these yeah, machines. The robots then, can do everything. Right. Yeah. Well, you still got to have somebody to work on them, and we've got mm-hmm. plenty for people to do. Good. So that's never been an issue. But that's it was around that time frame when mm-hmm. us, we were like, wow, this is really taking off. You know, yeah. you know, our, our sales are increasing, and you know, it, it just really blossomed. Yeah. You and know, you're getting sales outside of the state. Outside the state. Yeah. You know, still to this day, we're in about a five, six state region. Cool. You know, we're in about every state that touches Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, we're dominated in this state, but as you like, mm-hmm. Dallas, Fort Worth, I think we're number five sure. on the market. Um, as you get farther south, you know, right. we, we drop a little bit, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we're growing, and you know, we just have news. more and more requests for our product, and yeah. it just kind of keeps bleeding out. And I think what really helps sell it is, you know, our customers. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people that I went to college with moved from Oklahoma to Dallas. They're school teachers or whatever, right. and they take the barbecue with them, and yeah. they have friends over, and they're like, what is this? What, yeah. This is what I grew up on. You ought to try it. And then they try it, and then it just keeps going. And then where do we get it? And then Right. Yeah. And some of those people own restaurants, and they mm-hmm. take it to their restaurant and say, I want to use this barbecue in my restaurant. This is really good. Yeah. You know, um, I've done some shows down at the Texas Motor Speedway and just uh-huh. gave samples out to people coming by. And, you know, met a guy that had a barbecue restaurant down the yeah. street, you know, and he's using it now. He yeah. loves it. He said, this is the best barbecue I've ever had. You know, so it, it's it's fun just hearing our customer stories, mm-hmm. you know, doing all the shows and just hearing right. the places they take it. You know, a lot of people have family that live out of state and mm-hmm. they can't get it. You know, and they always say, well, you know, I have to take this to Michigan to my relatives every time I go. And I'm yeah. like, well, they can buy it online. And they're yeah. like, oh, no, it tastes better when I pay for it. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, makes sense. Yeah. But uh, we are in the Amazon Prime warehouse. Great. So, you know, people can order it all over the United States. You know, the farther you get it from Oklahoma, the shipping is higher. Oh, sure. You know, that's just yeah, the way it like works. Like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, we have a very dedicated fan base. You know, mm-hmm. when people say... You know, I have head country. It's not I have barbecue sauce. It's, it's head, head country. country. You know, it's like, you know. do yeah. people care what brand of ketchup, mustard, or mayonnaise? Typically not. You yeah. know, but barbecue sauce, it's uh, grab the head country. Right. Don't grab the barbecue. Grab the you head country. The head I mean, country. that's yeah. that's when you kind of know that you've made it too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. Because, like, I mean, people refer to vacuum cleaners as Dysons, right, or Hoover right. back in the day. And, like, right. you know, like, it, you're right. Once you, once you start naming something mm-hmm. that's by brand and not by what it is, you know, like specifically, that's you're right. You're you're on to you know, a winner. Yeah, there. yeah, you hit something. There. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine go. Can't imagine anything better than going to Texas Motor Speedway. Where I mean, 
if you've ever been people listening I encourage it. Go, even if you don't like cars, go and see the scene that's there because, man, they love food. They love food, and they are dedicated to those racers. And, I mean, they are, I mean, it's their own little cult. Yeah. I mean, it was an experience. I've never even been to a race. mental, isn't it? And just having a booth there on the outside of the stadium, I'm like, wow. I I mean, these people are dedicated. I mean, we had some people... They came up, we're handing out the little one-and-a-half-ounce cups. So other people just took the foil off and took it, just swigged it right yeah. there. And they look at me, and I'm thinking, well. And I'm like, they're like, boy, that's pretty darn good. I was like, can I have another? I'm like, you can have all you want. Yeah, you or want. they would meet them on a Thursday night, because a lot of people camp and right. cook out yeah. there, and they're campers. Yeah, and they would, they would come back the next day. They said, hey, we cooked with that last night. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And that, that draws people, mm-hmm. you know, from five, seven states away. Yeah. You know, they come all they over. They travel for yep. it, yeah. So you know, just reaching those customers and getting yeah. farther out and everything. Yeah. So that that was part of our marketing that right. was really important was being at all the different locations and types and groups of people. Yeah. You know, the NASCAR people, you know, they love mm. to grill and cook out. Mm. Hunting shows, those people Same. like to hunt, yeah. be outdoors, boating yeah. shows, you know. Yeah. State fair, you hit everybody. Right. I mean, everybody you mm-hmm. can think of. Yeah, so. they're people who pride themselves on their grilling, right, on their, mm-hmm. on their you know, the smoking their meats and, and it's... It is their passion. It is, you know. Yes. Yep. And nobody can talk them out of it, and they, you know, they swear by it that that they are the best, you know. And to the point where some of them might not even want to tell their friends what they're using oh, yeah. on their yeah. stuff, right? Even yep. though they're using head country, they won't say because oh, no, it'll no. give their friends a leg up on that. A lot of barbecue cook-offs you go yeah, to. A yeah. lot of the teams use, yeah. you know, the professional circuit. They use our products, mm-hmm. but they will add yeah, something yeah. to it to make it their own, which is right. fine. You know, yeah. we don't care. Mm-hmm. But you know, years ago we go to cook-off and yeah. win all of them. Now it's harder because everybody's using yeah, our stuff. Using your stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they hide it. <laughs> they don't want people knowing. Exactly. <laughs> to, no doubt. So so you mentioned college then. When when you're growing up, right, you get to high school, you realize that it's this is a business that, you know, the family business is taking off. It's getting a bigger scale. I think I want to be involved in it. Do you go to college specifically to learn about business in the mind that you're going to go into the family business? Yes, I was probably about 90% sure that yeah. I wanted to do that. Um, you know, I graduated with a degree in business management, okay. you know, because I didn't wasn't quite sure what specifically I wanted to look at. You know, right. back then, food safety wasn't as high sure. priority as it is now. Yeah. You know, if I had to go over and do it again, I would probably do a business management with a minor in food safety or okay. some type of food science yeah. to understand it because it's as you scale up, right. the, you know, the, yeah. the equations of everything change sure. you know and as we know now food safety is extremely important mm-hmm. allergens glutens you know all right. that stuff is extremely important yeah. so that's probably what I would change but if I had to go back on mm-hmm. something like that but I always figured I'd come back and work for the family business mm-hmm. you know the the plan was for me to go work for somebody else and gain some other experience sure. and I was going to go work for a insurance company and sell securities and then I found out I was going to have to wear a tie <laughs> well <laughs> yeah that didn't go over no. too well with me so, yeah. Yeah. so I told dad said, so what are you going to do? I was like, well, I passed all my tests. I guess I'm going to go sell insurance. Yeah. And he's like, well, you don't sound too excited. I was like, well, dad, I got to wear a tie. Yeah, I got to dress. Like, he's like, well, <laughs> said, just forget that. Why don't you come back and sell barbecue sauce? I'm like, yeah. okay. Okay. So, done. Yeah, yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's much easier if he suggested it rather than you saying, you know, you kind of like, exactly. I'm coming back. Right. To my, you know, my tail between my legs. <laughs> Can I come wait for you? So, yeah. Yeah. But so it all, it all worked out. Right. You know, like I said, that's the few things that I would change in that. But, um, you know, that's been 20, 30 yeah. years. Where'd you, know, you go to school? I graduated from Edmond. Okay. Yep. Yeah. UCO. Nice. Yeah. I'd, uh, I had a UCO grad on recently, actually. Um, who was it? Oh, it was a real estate guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they, 
you know, I don't get many guests on from UCR. Actually, it's not. It's, it's strange. It's mostly they're like, oh, you and OSU, right? right? But yeah. um, you know, UCO is kind of overlooked, sadly. But it is, you know, the third biggest university mm-hmm. in the state, right? It is. So, yep. um, you know, and done some great things uh, as well. A recent guest was also a historian um, who was on, who's written a book about Oklahoma history, which is came out a few weeks ago. Awesome podcast. Um, anyway. So, so you come back, and then you you put your sales, everything you've learned, and hit the road and knocking on doors. Our, and- uh, our biggest expansion that we focused on when I came back was for tech, the Texas market. Okay. You know, um, we have, you know, well, I think there's three and a half, four million people that live in Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah, that's how many we have in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, you know, and they're in one one area that's right. three hours from my and doorstep. They love to eat. They love to eat, and mm-hmm. a lot of people in that concentrated area. So if we could just gain just that whole market, that's right. what we're thinking. Wow, yeah. I don't know if we can make that much barbecue right. sauce. So I loaded up the cargo trailers, and yeah. we would take off. And there'd be times I'd be gone six, seven weeks at a time. You know, I'd hit a show every single yeah. weekend, all throughout the Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, mm-hmm. Austin, Corpus Christi. You know, I just traveled and yeah. did home shows, boat shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and just gave away thousands and thousands of samples just constantly. Yeah. And that has worked for us. You know, now as we've got bigger that's harder to do you know we're having to you know change a little bit more towards social media and different different avenues and everything but that's what i did at that time yeah you know we just handed out as many samples as as we could traveling yeah and and at that time like you said the plant's growing you know Mm -hmm. you're producing more so you can you know when if you do get a big order you're not like oh are we gonna be able to to fill this and my dad and our other staff basically just helped run the sauce plant yeah and i was responsible for most of our sales and promotions and stuff like that so, so during all this stuff, then you, when do you get to, when do you start like developing new products? I mean, obviously we have like the, you know, the, the seasoning in front of us as well, right? You know, and, and forever like we had just the original barbecue sauce, yeah. And I think it was around the uh, mid late eighties we mm-hmm. came out with the original, or we have sorry, the hickory and the hot. Okay. Uh, the hickory smoke has a third less sugar, mm-hmm. has black pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, has yeah. more liquid smoke. And then the hot has the uh, more red pepper and black pepper added to mm-hmm. it. Still all our base recipe. Right. And then later on, we came out with a, a seasoning spice. Mm-hmm. And then later on, a marinade. Uh, we did a salsa for a while, but you know yeah. that it was sold well, but we, we couldn't make it with our filling equipment, so we had to pay sure. someone else to do it, and it was just, just more complicated. Yeah. So to this date, you know, we have, I think, about seven or eight different flavors of barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. you know, the newest being a sugar-free barbecue sauce. You know, back in the 80s, yeah. 90s, no one really thought sugar-free. It right. wasn't that big of a deal yeah. now. No one, yeah, you're right. As there's, there's more people that are diabetics or mm-hmm. keto or, you know, for health yeah. reasons, sugar-free has became a lot lot more of a dominant player in the market Uh so we have a sugar-free barbecue sauce uh, an apple habanero Mm. you know chipotle you know just different flavors just kind of as trends change Mm -hmm. yeah you know we we might uh, be looking at doing like some more fruit flavored ones like maybe a cherry chipotle or something like that um you just kind of, you know, the, the trends change over the years mm-hmm. as to what people are interested in trying or eating, yeah. and you kind of have to go along with it. Yeah. You know, some of them make it, some of them don't. It just kind of varies. Well, and, and you know that you have that core customer base, right, That that's like, hey, we're always going to buy Head Country. What else do you have? Right. Right? It's like, what, what else can we try? You know, even if, if it doesn't go on the meat, what you know, can we put something on chips or, what, or anything, They don't have right? to taste it to buy it either oh, now exactly. because it says Head Country on it. Yeah. You know, I told a local club manager, up. you know, they had our barbecue sauce mm-hmm. and they had our seasoning in the other part of the club. And I said, you need to take 
our seasoning and yeah. put it in between the barbecue sauce out there in that aisle, yeah. and you're going to sell a lot more of it. And he kind of laughed at me, and he did it. Yeah. Came back the next week. He's like, CR, yeah. I've been selling that seasoning like crazy. People yeah. just grabbing it with with the barbecue right. sauce. I'm like, yeah. because they didn't know that we had it. And they see it, and they're like, I'll buy it. Yeah. Because it has the head country Brian, name on it. Yeah, Brian And all the, all of our products blend well together. Mm-hmm. You know, the seasoning yeah. accompanies the barbecue sauce. You know, the marinade accompanies the seasoning. You know, they all work Integrate, well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which mm-hmm. is perfect for sales. And it everything. is. And yes. like, it makes no, you know, it's natural to put all this together rather than you saying, hey, this one doesn't go with anything, but right. it's great. So you should try. It's it's a lot different and a lot harder to sell it, I guess. But like you said, once it all goes together. A lot easier. Like, you know, why buy anything else? And it's all on the shelf next to each other, mm-hmm. too. That's, yep. That helps you and, and go that way. So, yep. yeah, it's. Uh, you know, the the whole, I mean, I didn't realize until I've been out here almost 10 years now, I didn't realize how big barbecue was out here. Right. Right. And, and you know, people grow up, right? It's, it's food, and I've said this many times, food brings back memories. So you have someone who's grown up going to their grand's house on the weekend or the granddad's or, or uncle's or whatever. You know, everyone in the family's got someone who grills. Mm-hmm. And you always remember having, you know, ribs or steak or bar- whatever it is. You remember that taste, don't you, as a kid? And you're like, Where did that come from? Right. And now it's like, oh, that's head country. Now mm-hmm. I want that. And they, you know, some some people keep that in generations. You know, there's so many families that have generational recipes and keep that going. And, and now, like I said, you got restaurants that are doing it. And um, you know, it's. I'm sure it's fun to be on that side of it. It is. And just hearing about how people started using it, they're like, right. I was like, because I want to know from, oh, from yeah. a marketing standpoint yeah, yeah. and a business owner, how did you try my product? Because I want to mm-hmm. know what's working and what didn't. Yeah. And I'll ask them, like, how did you try it? It's like, well, my parents used it, you know, and that's all I've ever eaten whenever I grew up. So yeah. that's what I use and that's what my kids eat now. Yeah. You know, it's just been a generational mm-hmm. thing. Or a friend told me about it, or I tried it at a state fair, yeah. you know, or I, very rarely do I hear people say, I just picked it up off the shelf. Right. It's referred to some them. referred to it or something. And just like, yeah. you know, when you're talking to friends, like, hey, have you tried this new beer or this mm-hmm. new salsa? Hey, you got to try this. Yeah. Well, that's how it's an easy salad. It, it's if your friend tells you they like it, then you're a lot more likely to go pick Definitely. it up yeah. instead of just cold calling it. Like I said, you're getting to a point now where brand recognition is, is there, and it's at a level where people are picking other you know, your other products without even trying them because they see the brand, they know the brand. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned you're in kind of like got every state that, that touches Oklahoma. During all this stuff as well, you know, you're, you're branching out into other products as well as branching out on different areas. What you know, going forward now. Where like where do you want to take it? What's like the plan to go? I mean, you're selling nationwide, but you you ideally want to be in you know bigger stores, right? And have the right. the big store. You know, what's kind of your your view? I think on the two things that would be good for us is to gain more food service accounts. Okay. Um, they seem to be a little bit more less maintenance than mm-hmm. along the retail side, yeah. just because there's you know just one warehouse to ship to, and they do all the right. same kind of yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And to dominate more in the Texas market. Okay. I mean, how many people live in the whole state of Texas? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if if we yeah. got the the share of customers yeah. down there here. I don't think we could make that much barbecue sauce. Right. You know, it's just that not prides possible. themselves on barbecue. Right. Well, right. So, and it's yeah. close. You know, yeah. as I talked yeah. about from a. Uh, marketing standpoint, 
the farther you get from home, mm-hmm. the more it costs. Yeah. You know, not only for me to go do a project or to ship it or, right. you know, the logistics of it just complicate yeah, yeah, yeah. that. So yeah. that's why a lot of your your larger companies, even bigger than us, have several manufacturing locations sure. spread out across the country. To make it easy, yeah. We can't make a truckload here and push yeah. and sell it all the way to Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, the freight would eat you up. Yeah. You know, where if we had a location and, you know, halfway there, it right. would make sense. Yeah. So that's way on down the line. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, gain more market share just throughout Texas or states that surround us, you know, even Colorado. um, I've gained a lot of new customers in the Arkansas and Missouri area. And, you know, picking up going to uh, restaurant shows like the Oklahoma Restaurant Association Mm -hmm. or national restaurant shows. Um, A lot of people, uh, a trend that I'm kind of seeing in the food business is private labeling. Okay. So, you know, you go to like Someone's Trader Joe's a brand or, and, uh, you know, yeah. something like that. They want their own brand. So, yeah. you know, we do private labeling for a lot of customers. Okay. You know, they'll come to us and say, look, we've been using your barbecue sauce for 10 years, but yeah. we want it to have our label on it. We're like, yeah. okay. Great. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's we're still selling it. Mm-hmm. The customer's enjoying it. Their customers enjoy it. Yeah. They can put their label or face on it and sell more bottles, right. you know, through their restaurant. Yeah, you know, which well, makes I mean, more role to see right. you guys anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, as we've gotten late, larger and better our manufacturing capabilities, we can also produce other products for people. So, mm-hmm. like, say you have your own recipe mm-hmm. that you want produced, you know, depending yeah. on the volume that we have, right. it might be something we could do. Yeah. I direct a lot of people to some other Made in Oklahoma members mm-hmm. that are a little bit smaller in their manufacturing capacity okay. because a customer might call them and say, hey, I just want like 20 cases. Yeah. I'm like, well, we can't do it. You know, right. We've got to do a whole run to make it worth our while. Mm-hmm. But there are other vendors in, in, in the Oklahoma that. that can make that size for mm-hmm. them because I don't want to turn anybody away, but right, it just exactly. doesn't make financial yeah, sense. Exactly. So, it's going to end up costing you money. Then. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the, the retail side is really important. Um, the food service we really mm-hmm. we really like. And, uh, you know, the private labeling, like I said, it's it's been a real trend that I see yeah. growing, and I, I think it's going to just keep going. Right. Yeah, I mean, to that point, like, there's been, I mean, brands, like, on social media that, you know, the, the, or people on social media that have big followings are like, I love barbecue sauce. I'm going to get in and have my own barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, right? Or I love, you know, rosé or whatever it is, like... It makes it so much easier, the white label stuff, for yeah. them. Because, yeah. I mean, for me, for example, if I were to come out with a This Is Oklahoma Barbecue, I know absolutely nothing about barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. right? But you're like, if I can attach myself with a brand that, that has clearly been doing it for a long time, they're very good, got a great reputation, I mean, I don't have to worry about it. I just have to sell it, Yeah, you know? And, and you know, people do it with coffee a lot too, right? And other, other kind of food stuff as well. Um, and moving away from that, what is your, like, fate? I mean, you've been tasting this stuff your entire life. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get bored of it? Well, I, you know, when all my friends say, let's go out and eat, and I'm thinking, oh, I hope they don't say barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? And I do like to go out and just try some other well, barbecue yeah. restaurants, but yeah. not very often. Yeah. You know, because I, I do a lot of catering, uh-huh. and I'm around barbecue all the time, and I still enjoy it. But yeah. it's it's the smoked meats, you know, I, it kind of yeah. gets overpowering when you just yeah. do it all the time. And when you smell like it constantly, right. you know, it's just like, well... I think some tacos or Italian sounds really yeah, good. Pizza sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and and you know what? I, I I have my own catering company, and I specialize okay. in large on-site corporate caterings. And it always throws the customers off when they show up and the catering crew and they're eating a pizza. Yeah, and they're like, "You don't eat your own food? Or is it okay?" And I'm like, "It's fine. It's, it's just great. we've been smelling it all right. day. You know, yeah. this is our fourth catering this week. We're we're kind of kind of burned out on barbecue. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I, I worked at Pizza Hut growing up, 
and you know first job was washing dishes at Pizza Hut and I mean I, I can't look at Pizza Hut anymore the same it's way just, it's not the yeah, same yeah you just grow you just eat you know you, like I said it's free food at that point when you're a kid and you eat it as long as you can and now I'm like you know and you're right the smell it consumes you didn't it right. barbecue smell and, right yeah it's, you know I imagine that you're right it's yeah, like I love it I love making it I love seeing the smile on people's faces when they buy it I can't eat it every day. Right. Yeah. You, know? you get tired of it. Yeah. And I, I know you're asking about other avenues that we're looking at growing, you know, on the, the international market, mm-hmm. you know, is something that we have done in the past. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed by your accent, are you from Southeast right. Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah. I get yeah, that yeah. a lot. Is, yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. is yeah, that yeah. it? Just, okay. Just North of Durant. <laughs> north yeah, of Durant. Yeah, yeah, Durant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Durant. Yeah, Durant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've been to some international markets uh-huh. um, in Europe for some these big international trade shows. Yeah. It's hard to break in, you know, because you're dealing with, you know, the cost. You know, it's a yeah. very specialty market. Uh-huh. And But we've scored a few accounts. You know, we um, sold barbecue sauce to a customer in Stockholm, Sweden okay. for years. Yeah. And I actually went over there and met him and saw his operation. And he would smoke the meats and he, he built his own smokehouse. You know, he'd yeah. smoke them, he'd freeze them, and then they sold them to restaurants and grocery okay. stores to warm back up and serve to customers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because smoking meats was relatively new to them, you know, yes. 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they just, it's just, you know, it's not, Nobody yeah. had a grill in their backyard. Yeah, you know, no, it's one, not no, one, they did. no one back in Europe has a grill on right. their trailer. That right, they pull right. Up to watch football games. Right, soon. right. It's a little bit different. Yeah. So it was interesting, you know, just seeing that they're just learning about barbecue mm. and the different styles and how they did it and everything was was really interesting. Um, We've shipped some to Australia, uh, some to Alaska for a big seal barbecue. You know, it, you know, it's it's nothing that's consistent, um, but you know, we're always it's looking nice for to new know avenues. that you have that reach. Isn't yes, it? you know, yes. when you, when you're growing up, right, and you get going back to that first day of going to with nine balls, and you, now you're like, we've been across the world. Yeah, it's mad, isn't well, it? Well, and you I take it with it. me everywhere I travel. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, it's funny when you when you go to the airport, and I have my head country shirt on, and then I I give them my driver's license and they look at me and they look at my shirt and they're like, so, so I'm like, yes, yes. I make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm they're not like, just a, like a like, walking ad. Right, like, right. I am part of the business. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they'll say, they're like, because they rotate, all the TSA agents rotate. They don't just okay. sit at the desk the whole time or Got scan. They, they go downstairs and scan yeah. suitcases. And they'll say, because the thickness of our barbecue sauce always sets off the bomb detecting equipment. Okay. You know, because they, yeah. they have to open so it up. So you know those guys it. personally by right, name. Right, but, yeah. but they know when yeah. the alarm goes off and they see the image in a suitcase, they always know it's headcount. Country because they can tell by the shape of the bottle because oh, so, so many people take it with them. Yeah, I'm like, well, me too. I mean, yeah. everywhere I travel, my friends, especially you know, far away, my friends are like, hey, bring some barbecue bring some sauce with you. Sauce, and yeah. I've wrote notes in my suitcase and said, you know, no. tell the TSA, I said, yeah. I know you're going to search my suitcase. Here's a note saying you're welcome to take a bottle. And yeah. and when I got to Hawaii, my friends like, well, they're not going to they're not going to reply back to you on that note you wrote. Yeah. And opened up my suitcase and they said, dear Mr. Head, thank you for your note. Even with your permission, we're not allowed to take a bottle. Uh, by the oh, way, yeah. I already have one in my already refrigerator. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, already fully stocked. <laughs> I said, no, I mean, they have a hard job. We got this. Let's give them something to laugh at here. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that. you know, the, the traveling and, you know, mm-hmm. just hearing customers all over. I mean, I mean yeah. I'll be at a gas station with my barbecue pit and people yeah. come up. They're like, 
do you work for Head Country? I said, I do. And, yeah. I, you know, I'll give them a bottle. And, you know, they just they just think it's so right. neat. And yeah. I'm thinking, how fun of a job yeah. do I have that I right. get to go sell barbecue sauce uh-huh. and meet our customers and, yeah. you know, tell them thank you for supporting us right. and being an Oklahoma company yeah. or doing a charity catering, you know, giving back to the community yeah. and helping back, helping out, yeah. you know, to people that have helped made us successful. Yeah. And that that's really important as I think companies get larger to mm-hmm. give back to the community they're from. Yeah. You know, because it's the local people that bought your product that help help you get to where up. you're at now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You never forget where you came from, right? You never get too big for, for you know, you physically or mentally get too big for the for, you know you, you never want to be that person that's like oh he's you know he's got too big for us now he's, right. he's on and he's moved away or and it's harder as you get older sure you, I, mean, is, yeah. I mean bigger you you don't have as much time to do everything exactly. as you used to because yeah. I can't just take off and go do a little catering for right, 20 people right. for my friends like I used to right. because I'm busy doing bigger promotional stuff yeah. you know I still do sometimes but it's it's yeah. it's kind of changes yeah. just as you yeah, yeah. as you, your business grows mm-hmm. you have to change with it yeah. but it's nice too. to know that you already it's already it's already in the mindset that you know we are going to give back we are going to do charity stuff because it's what we've always done and to say thank you to everybody you know that, that got us started and, and people really you know that goes a long way doesn't it because word mm-hmm. of mouth spreads and you know, even if people like I said have never tried your product, you know they're going to hear from a friend that oh, these you know I was at a charity dinner or catering, and you know some of the people at the catering might not even know that that you donated it, right? But you're there and, and a part of it, and you're right, it goes a long way. And you know, people that I, the reason I love living here and I I probably be here for the rest of my life is just the amount of state pride. Mm-hmm. And how, how really just people love that local products and how much they get behind it. I mean, I'm sure it is the same in other states. It might not be, but I've never seen that. Like, definitely don't get that back home. Right. And, you know, it's... Southeast Oklahoma, right? Southeast Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. They don't like stuff down there. (laughs) 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 They're too busy hunting Sasquatches or whatever they do down there. Hey, it's legal now in Oklahoma. It is legal. (laughs) I know. Just make sure Uh, you go buy your license. Yeah, my application is in right now. Uh, I still got to get my gun permit, which I can't do that yet because I don't have a... I'm not a citizen yet. I'm just I'm on the temporary list. I've got to be careful what I do and don't do. I'll say that I do and don't right. do. It'll kick me out of the country. Uh, well, mate, thanks for coming down. Yeah, I really I appreciate, appreciate it. you coming in. Uh, I'm excited to uh, to put some. Uh, I mean, put some barbecue sauce on. on I love those. I'm leaving those two there for you. Thank you. Something for you to try. That's the hickory mm-hmm. in our championship seasoning. The yeah. the seasoning's really good on ribs, brisket, okay. chicken, hamburgers, French fries. You know, it's it's an all purpose yeah. seasoning. Yeah. So, so last question then: What do you like when you are going to have use your product? What do you put it on? Like, what is your favorite thing to smoke? Um, I really like doing boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Okay. And I'll put our marinade on them for about forty five minutes, yeah. and then I'll sprinkle some seasoning on it, and I'll yeah. smoke them on my Traeger for about forty five minutes and put a little barbecue sauce on mm. right towards the end, kind okay. of thicken it. Yeah. And it's just, well, I, I do this at my caterings, and people mm-hmm. are like, what type of chicken is that? I said, it's a boneless, skinless thigh. Like, well, we don't have those at my grocery store. I'm like, actually, yeah. you do. I said, they're everywhere. <laughs> you just don't see them. I mean, they- It's not the section yeah, they, usually go to. Yeah, you just don't think about it. But yeah. uh, that's my favorite piece of chicken to cook, yeah. uh, especially at caterings, because mm-hmm. some people don't like to eat meat off a bone or yeah. if it's a nicer event. Yeah. You know. Just easier. Right, it? it is yeah. easier. Yep. And- um, um, you know, pork chops, steaks, you know, it's it's just, it's very, you know, versatile to use on everything, yeah. you know, and that that's what's nice about it. So Absolutely. I even have friends that take our seasoning and put it on popcorn or, or you know, baked yeah. potatoes, you know, instead of just regular table salt. Okay. Yeah. I mean, after popcorn, oh, that sounds, that sounds good, actually, because, yeah. I mean, my wife puts like 
cheddar or whatever. It's some, some right. other terrible seasoning that I can't, don't yeah. like. And she puts, puts it on purpose because she knows I won't eat it, popcorn. That, that, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she never listens to this podcast, so I get away with saying a lot of things. Uh, where can everyone find, you know, website links and, and social media stuff? So uh, headcountry.com okay. is our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the Oklahoma area, uh, I think we're in 99% of the grocery stores right. in the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll find us everywhere. As you bleed out, like the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you know, we're in all your Walmart yeah. stores, Brahms, um, you know, Target, um, HEBs, yeah. you know, just all your bigger chains carry awesome. it. Mm-hmm. Great. For everyone listening, I'll put the links to that in the description as well as the social media stuff, and you can go check that out. But see y'all, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having uh, me. Again, thanks to the ball and the seasoning. I'm definitely going to put it to good use. It's not going to last long at all. <laughs> good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, for everyone listening, we'll Should have brought you some you. coupons for the next oh, round. Oh, that's all right. Uh, I'm sure this is not the last time we're gonna, you're going to see me. So uh, appreciate you coming down. Uh, and for everyone listening, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. All right, thank you. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at oklahomahof. Also, huge shout-out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply and member FDIC. Huge shout-out to my sponsors. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.